Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. Nuana is now on ESPN Radio. Nuana is now 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app. Great first hour of the show. We caught up with uh, a bunch of guys from around prep football here in the state of Montana. Our friend Pete Hamill from Vertical Rays presented this week's class AA Player of the Week. We also talked to Bozeman High Coach Levi Weshi and Corvallis High Coach Josh McCrossin. Followed that up with a little across the sidelines. Talked to one of the best FCS running backs in the country, South Dakota State. Running back Isaiah Davis, Montana State heading to Brookings to take on the Jackrabbits this week. And we also got a Grizz soccer update from Chris Chitovitsky. If you missed anything in the first hour, you can always find it on the podcast. Nuana is Now podcast is brought to you by Blackfoot Communications as well as the M-Store and the MSU Bookstore. You can find it on any of your podcast hosting platforms. Just search for Nuanez Now. Caught up with one of our friends uh, earlier today, Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Well, Carolyn, the NFL season begins tonight. Oh, really? Who do you got? Who's playing? The Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. Okay, okay. Do you know anything about either of those teams? One is from Kansas City, and one is from Detroit. Very good. And what's-his-name plays for the Chiefs? That guy. The quarterback guy. The quarterback plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, him. Did you watch the Netflix documentary? I watched a little bit of it. Okay. Yeah. I hear that he was, like, not that interesting in it. He's not a very interesting person. It's the chick who doesn't know sports. On one is now. Carolyn joining me. Uh, Carolyn, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. I mean, I'm... I'm kind of nervous because you don't really laugh at my jokes. So culture is outwardly laughy, you know, so you, you have He's to. very expressive. Yes. Yeah, we've buried the lead a little bit here. Andrew Houghton bringing you the chick who doesn't know sports this week. Coulter Nuana is still on vacation, so I'll be with you the rest of the week for Nuana is now coming to you live from the Missoula Broadcasting Company studios. Chick who doesn't know sports brought to you by Aspen Sound as well as Hot House Yoga. And the Hype House. And the Hype House. Big yeah. thanks to all of our sponsors. Have you been uh, Have you been getting a good workout in at the at the Hot House and the Hype House? Uh, yeah, I've been going to Hot House uh, quite a bit. Really sweating it all out. Um, you have too, which has been pretty fun. I mean, I I've think been, you're having fun. I've been going every once in a while. Yeah. I wouldn't exactly call it fun, but very valuable. Yes, I mean, I find it fun. I find parts of it fun. It's a, it's a good workout for sure. I've yeah. I've found a lot of good things. You feel good after. Exactly. That's what I'm going for. Yes. It's good when you're done. Right. So go and visit the hot house right there on Higgins, right? Yep, right on Higgins. Big shout out to them. Big shout out as well to, to Aspen Sound. Carolyn, yep. tell people about Aspen, Aspen Sound. Aspen Sound on Broadway. Um, get your remote starters. I and mean, We're getting chilly out. It's, you know, the mornings are getting cold and dark. How nice to go out to a nice warm car. Great stereo systems. They take really good care of everybody. Um, so check out Aspen Sound on Broadway. Mornings are getting cold and dark. That means it's football season. Right. As previously mentioned, first game of the NFL season tonight on Thursday, Chiefs and Lions. 
Carolyn, are we going to be talking about that at all today? No. Okay, what are, what are we going to be talking about? <laughs> well, let's talk about Marshawn Lynch since you did talk about the NFL. Okay. He's, he doesn't play anymore. He does not play anymore. He's been retired for multiple years now. He was just on an interview with Peyton Manning, and he had a pretty interesting pre-game ritual. Okay, did it involve Skittles? It did not. Okay. It involved a shot and a half of Hennessy before every game. Whoa. Yeah. A shot and a half. A shot and a half. That's very precise. Yeah. Okay. Did he explain how this tradition started? Like, did this start back in college when he was in Cal or like... He didn't say. I was just sort of surprised, uh, like trying to drink before playing any sport. He must have had some nerves. Maybe. Maybe he just liked Hennessy, right? Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to feel good. Yeah, but I mean, I I like red wine and I'm not going to drink that before I go work out. Marshawn Lynch is just built different, though, right. you know? What's the deal uh, with I, the, the Skittles? The guy survived on, like, Skittles for years and years and years. They would throw Skittles at him after he scored a touchdown in Seattle because he loved them so much. There would just be a really? shower of Skittles from the huh. stands. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, these pro athletes, like, they they don't have to, like, adhere to the same diets as us normal people. Like Tom Brady's In a lot of ways. Diet? Yeah. Like, yeah. some people do, but, like... Dwight Howard was another guy who just famously ate nothing but candy for, like, years, and he was the biggest physical specimen in the NBA. Huh. That's kind of makes me annoyed because, like, I watch what I eat. Yeah, me too. And it's not working. Well, genetics does play a difference, I right. think, is the lesson here. Marshawn Lynch is the guy who I would have probably answered if you told me that an NFL player regularly had a shot and a half of Hennessy before a game. Okay. It just fits his, his just brand. Just fits his thing. Okay. Yeah. So have you heard about the movie that Marshawn Lynch is in? Yes, I brought that up too. Is it the, it's a TV show called Bottoms? It's a movie. Oh, it's I a think, movie. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it's a, a teen queer comedy. Yes. Yes. And the girl from The Bear is in it. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah, Sydney. The, the sous chef? Sous chef. Okay. Chef Sidney. Well, did you hear why he took the role? Yeah, it's yeah. a really heartwarming story. Yeah, so his sister came out to him when he was in high school, and he did not respond well. And uh, he wasn't that supportive. And so as he got to, uh, over the years, grew to accept everything going on with his sister, um, this movie came about, and he said he just really wanted to kind of right the wrongs of his past and, and be in a movie that supported, you know, a queer story and supported his sister. And I thought that was so sweet. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a great story. Uh, also, I think it's going to be really funny because I really want to see how they work Marshawn Lynch into like a queer high school comedy, right? Like what is his role going so to be? So his role is he is the head of a feminist club. Okay. <laughs> he looks he looks adorable in it. I think it's going to be really good. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch for staying relevant. Yeah. Because he, he has been gone for a couple of years, but he's like transcended his playing career into like a this cult figure yeah. kind of pop culture. Yeah. Guy, like uh, which is funny because he was like famously reticent in press conferences. Was he? You know, like he he's the guy who's like, I'm just here so I don't get fines. And he answered that to every question for really? a, a press conference once. Interesting. I forget what it was. Maybe He'll, he was drunk on the Hennessy. Well, a shot and a half, probably not enough. Okay. To, yeah, he probably wears off by the end he, of the game. He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's next? All right, so Croy Bierman and his estranged wife, Kim. Okay. So a few weeks ago, he filed for divorce, then they reconciled, and now he's filed again, and he's begging her to sign off on the sale of their home because they have 
there in the hole so much because of her spending and her gambling that he is like scared for the future of his kids and she won't sign off. So now they're going to have to probably get lawyers and spend more money because she is being such, I, I mean, I don't know what her deal is. They've had the police called on them several times because he's selling off Whoa. like her purses and her, all this stuff that he probably bought himself yeah. for her. Um, probably like seven, $10,000 purses, whatever. And so then she called the cops on him. I mean, it's just a disaster. So she was, okay. So Corey Bierman, of course, went to the university of Montana got drafted in the NFL, had a good, not great NFL career. His wife became a reality TV star, is that right? So she was a reality TV star first. She was on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then they met and they had their own show for a while. And then she did a lot of social media stuff. And I, I have no doubts she made a ton of money, but she blew it all. I guess she has a major gambling problem. Okay, that makes me feel less sympathetic towards him that she was a reality TV star before they got married. Like she was a reality TV star when they met. Yeah. And he still went ahead and got married to her anyway, right? Is that bad? Is that like prejudicial of me? No, I don't disagree. And if you watched her on Real Housewives of Atlanta, you'd be like, why would anyone date this woman? She's insane. Yeah, like just hearing the words reality TV star makes me like think that you're predisposed towards buying a bunch of $8,000 Birkins or whatever. Exactly. Yes, she's trash. They have a, four kids between them, and then she had two f- from a previous marriage. Wow. So they've got a lot going on, and he just wants to take care of the kids, you know, and be a good dad. I think he got way, he was also really young when they met. I think he was still in his 20s. Okay. And she was in her 30s, had two kids. And then I, I just don't, I think she kind of overpowered him. Okay, well, regardless of who's right or who's wrong, that's just a bad situation for everybody, especially when you're talking about, like, six kids yeah. in the mix. So I yeah. hope they get that figured out. Yeah, I hope they I hope they get their heads on right. I hope they are, they're able to sell, like, all of the purses and right. she stops gambling and stuff. Yeah. So I hope things work out that way, but I just yeah. hope they're able to, to figure some stuff out. Yeah, same. Okay, Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, Nuanez Now. Andrew Houghton bringing Nuanez Now to you today. Thanks to Carolyn for joining me for a little chick who doesn't know sports. We're recording this Thursday morning, so everything should be pretty timely by the time this airs Thursday afternoon. It never is, and that's okay. Well, we live in a fast-moving world. We sure do. We sure do. Chick who doesn't know sports is brought to you by Hot House Yoga, the Hype House, as well as Aspen Sound. That's right. Great sponsors. What's next? All right. This is breaking news. Okay. Although by 4 o'clock today, it will be old news. Kim Mulkey. Yes. She um, has accepted a $32 million contract with LSU, the biggest contract in women's basketball history. Okay. Congrats to Kim Mulkey. How many years? Is that like five years, six years? I think it was 10. Whoa. Okay. That that seems like... She's getting old. Yeah. So I... Maybe it is. I don't know. 10 seemed like a lot for that because that's only 3.2 million a year. Yeah. I think... So I don't know. You're asking the tough questions I don't have the answers to. However, I am picturing with $32 million, her outfits. I mean, they are going to be blinged out, even more blinged out. Isn't there the possibility though, that that just like, now she just gets locked into like super hot couture stuff and loses a little bit of the creativity? No. Because if you're balling on a budget, right? Don't you have a little bit more like creativity with the outfits? I think this is going to increase the the crystals and the bedazzling and the feathers. Okay. And I'm ex- I can't wait to see it. 
Yeah, Kim Mulkey and that uh, that LSU women's basketball team really burst onto the scene this year. I mean, people who follow women's college basketball and college sports knew about Kim Mulkey because uh, she coached like Brittany Griner at Baylor. She had some really great Baylor teams. Yeah, she's a winner. She's always been super flamboyant on yep. the sidelines and in press conferences. She has never been silent about her opinions either, and she's yeah. got some very strong opinions. Yeah, 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. I'm good excited for her. For good, her. good for the sport because yes. uh, she and Angel Reese and uh, Caitlin Clark at Iowa did a lot to drive the profile of women's college basketball yeah. forward this spring, and so it's good to see her reaping the rewards. And, of course, what we learn is that the next contract's going to be even bigger right. and it's just going to keep going forward. So good progress. Well, and I think um, Kim and, like like you said, the Iowa, University of Iowa, or is it Iowa State? University of Iowa. That all that women's basketball during the playoffs and stuff drew such huge ratings. Yeah. That I have a feeling that it's going to be like that through the whole season now. People really got into it and loved watching it and love watching Kim. I mean, how can you not love watching her? Okay. Like, she's so fun. You were her stylist, what would you what would you pick out for her if you could if you mm. controlled her wardrobe for a day for like a sideline outfit? Well, first of all, I'd put on more sensible shoes. She okay. wears those heels and she is squatting and jumping and I'm so scared she's going to break an ankle. But clearly she's used to it, right? Yeah. They must be, um, oh, I forgot the name, but anyway, there used to be a an ad in the 80s and it, they were called Looks Like a Pump, Feels Like a Sneaker and it would be women um, playing basketball in high heels. That was, I'm going to put it on my Instagram. I'll find it. It's okay. hilarious. Anyway, um, I would put her in a lower heel. Okay. Because she might be used to it, but her ankle could, something could happen. And I would hate for her to end up having to be in a boot. Although she would bedazzle a boot. That's exactly right. I I'm mean, saying we could see new frontiers in true. walking boot fashion true, true, if true. that happens. Yeah, true, true. Um, I would probably put her in, I don't think she needs, I think she, I, there's no way anyone could style her. She's her own stylist. It's just the shoe thing I think would be my number one thing. All right. 32 million for Kim Mulkey. Carolyn? Yes. What's next? Okay, last story. Tom Brady. Of course. He is now a strategic advisor for Delta Airlines. What does that mean? <laughs> it means he's advising on strategic training and teamwork, and he's the new face of Delta. I don't understand it, because you know he flies private. Yes. So what is that about? The only thing I can I, think of is... I guess it's about money, Well, probably. obviously it's about money, but he's not going to be sitting on a Delta flight anytime soon. Correct, but he's, he'll be appearing in every single like pre-flight video for Delta that right. the rest of us plebes see. Right. Maybe he'll have them change the diet on like no more pretzels. It will only be you know healthy food from. That's right, avocado crisps or avocado whatever. Avocado crisps and you know no no tomatoes. Absolutely not. No, none of that. But yeah, no I don't really know. I don't really know what the deal is, but I'm sure my thought is maybe he got like a ownership stake or he just got a boatload of money. Well, he's dealing with the crypto fallout, right? He had a bunch of money in the crypto yeah. scam. Right. And he got sued for that. So I think he's still potentially facing some liability. Okay. From Delta's end, I think, right? Like he's just. I know your feelings about him. Yeah. He's a very good pitch man, yeah. right? Because he's instantly sure. recognizable to everybody in the country. He projects the image of not only of winning, but of just being like very clean cut. But would you choose Delta over United because like Tom Brady's on the ad? I wouldn't. No, I don't think anyone would. It's all about the price. 
Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, ad, so much of advertising is not about directly getting people to choose your brand over another. It's just about like increasing the awareness in people's minds slowly until they uh, totally. don't even realize. I don't know why I'm. Expl- I don't know yeah. why I'm explaining this to you. I'm I am sorry. an advertising professional. Okay? Carolyn is very good at advertising. <laughs> but I feel like when it, right now, especially with airlines, it is all about price. I will. Right. I will only fly the cheapest, the cheapest yeah. and most direct flight that I can. I'm not going to be like, and then if it's like Delta versus United, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, Tom Brady, I'm going to pick Delta. But maybe gotcha. people will. In I don't fact, know. You would, you would do the opposite probably. A hundred percent. Did you see Tom Brady in the new commercial for like the Manning cast? No. You know, like Peyton and Eli Manning now, they, they do like their alternate Monday night football right. broadcasts. Okay. Right. You, you know uh, what yes. I'm talking about? Yeah. So they did a promotion for the new season of it, and it was like auditions for a third host on the Manning <laughs> cast or whatever, and they and ran Tom- through a bunch of jokes. No, 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 no. Oh. that's not even the best part. They ran through a bunch of people coming in, like NFL people, like celebrities, whatever, and they're all like, ah, this guy won't work for, for whatever reason, and then you get to the end, and it's Tom Brady still sitting in the waiting room with like a golden retriever or whatever. And he's calling his agent. He's be like, no, I didn't, didn't get the Manning cast. <laughs> That's funny. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. I do appreciate that Tom can make fun of himself. I think he's getting more into that now that yeah. the football thing is over. Yeah. I think he can laugh at himself. And so that's fine. I still don't like him. All right. Thanks for being here, Carolyn. Thanks Anything else me. to hit? One of the Kelsey brothers hurt his knee. Yes. And I don't know which Travis. one. Travis. So he can't play tonight. Does he play? Who does he? He, he plays for tonight? the Chiefs. Okay, he's so, questionable, so that he might or might not play. I would advise just rest. Just sit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a whole season ahead of him. Just chill out. There you go. Advice from the chick who doesn't know sports. That's right. <laughs> Carolyn, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I think we, we did pretty good for the first time with no Coulter in here. I know yeah. that this segment has been his brainchild. It's actually my brainchild. Oh. I came up with it, just in case anyone was wondering. Coulter's been a big part of the equation. Of course. Of but course. I think I think we did pretty good here. Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, of course, is brought to you by Hot House Yoga, The Hype House, and Aspen Sound. That's right. We'll be right back here next week with more Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Carolyn, thank you. Thank you. Thanks to Carolyn for appearing with me on the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports this week. Thanks as well to Aspen Sound. Hot House Yoga, and the Hype House for bringing you that segment with the chick who doesn't know sports. All right, we're finally to it. I know what you guys have all been waiting for. NFL kicks off tonight right after the break. We've got Coulter and Brooks Nuanez guessing the lines, breaking down uh, what they're betting this week for every game in the NFL. Keep it tuned. You're listening to 102.9 ESPN Missoula. We'll be right back. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds, <laughs> okay, yeah, but we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Oh! 
is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Yes, indeed. It is football time. The NFL back this evening. Chiefs and Lions getting the NFL season started tonight. We've got Brooks Nuanez and Coulter Nuanez breaking down the opening lines this weekend for the NFL. You're listening, of course, to Nuanez now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana in the ESPN MT app. Real quick, before we get to Brooks and Coulter, a big shout-out to Shine Auto Detailing. They were just awarded the best auto detail shop in Missoula again, and it's no surprise. They have over 225-star reviews, which is more reviews, period, than every other detail shop in town. Shine Auto Detailing, celebrating by giving the next three callers a free $50 gift card. Don't call me. Call Shine Auto Detailing at 406-207-3599 right now for your $50 gift card. That's 406-207-3599. Here's Brooks and Colton Juanez. All football all the time, and guess what? The NFL, it's back. Can't wait. I know so many people that listen to this show love the Cats. They love the Grizz. They love college football. They love high school football. They love everything with a Montana flavor. And so do we. We absolutely do. But there is no better sport, in my opinion, than the NFL. It's the highest level of competition. Uh, the It is the uh, most ruthless sport that we've ever seen. And I know MMA has made a huge rise, but the NFL, it's it. And uh, the balance and the parity within the league, the ever-present competition and all the storylines that go along with it. Can't wait for this NFL season. We'll be talking NFL from a narrative perspective and a sports betting perspective all football season long here on All Football All the Time. Brooks Nuanez, our go-to guy when it comes to talking all things NFL, will join us uh, each week. Man, it's finally here. I know you're excited. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, NFL season kicking off. It's it's a long offseason, but, you know, rightfully so fall comes with football and we've had some college football which has been a great dose very excited to have that back as well but man the nfl uh good good slate to start uh the nfl 2023-2024 season as well as they say all the best ideas are stolen (laughs) or borrowed or repurposed or whatever Uh, one of my big influences a guy i listen to his podcast all the time it's bill simmons i talk about it a lot Uh, but he does a fun podcast every week called Guess the Lines with Cousin Sal. And the premise is, basically, they just try to guess what the line is on specific matchups to, to see sort of how close they are to having that game pinned, and then you kind of break down the matchups. So we're going to do that a little bit. I haven't looked at any of the lines for opening NFL season. Uh, Brooks has. So we'll do a few Guess the Lines, and then we'll get into some actual uh, analysis on some of the best uh, matchups of the, of the week and some maybe that you should stay away from. This is presented by Sportsbet Montana. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks all over the state of Montana. Go to their website, click on locations, and you will find exactly where you can go place some bets. Also get the Sportsbet Montana app uh, in your life on all your mobile devices uh, as well. Uh, Brooks, you can just start wherever you'd like. Uh, give me uh, give me a, a matchup from week one that uh, you got your eye on. Yeah, absolutely. And I would tell folks who want to get in a betting game or already are in it, deep or not, that guessing the lines is a great exercise. Um, it really helps you gauge whether or not, first off, how much you know about the NFL and, and, and 
what the, the week's trends are. Also, though, if you have a pretty good feeling about a line and it's three, four, five points different, that you have some insight there to maybe lean one way or the other. So I'll give you a couple here that I think are all interesting lines. We'll start with Thursday. The Super Bowl, reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs hosting the upstart hot Detroit Lions um, on Thursday Night Football. What say you? This is in Arrowhead, right? Correct. I think that the lines makers, it just depends on if they want to give you the hook or not. I, I, I think that, oh man, I, I'm going to say it's, it's Chiefs. I think it's, I think the Chiefs should be favored by a touchdown. I think the, the odds makers will either make it minus six and a half to get some juice on the Lions or minus seven and a half in favor of the Chiefs to maybe then try to dare people to bet. Lions and uh, get that line back toward right around a touchdown. Uh, what is the opening line for Thursday Night Football? Six and a half. You nailed it. So the full touchdown with a 53 and a half over under, which is the highest of the week. Um, it'll be a shootout by all the odds makers um, lines. So that puts you kind of at a, you know, uh, one team might even score 30. That's kind of what that's telling you. It could be 27, 24, somewhere in that kind of world. Uh, so you nailed the first one, Colter, a touchdown uh, favorite for the home Chiefs. Another couple of little tidbits here is that I love following the home dogs. You'll hear me talk about that a lot this season. Uh, yep. We have six home dogs in the first week of wow. the 15 games. So six of them are home dogs. Last year, the home dogs went 58 and 43. Um, so always consider the home dog as something to look at. The next line, Colter, I think is probably the most competitive game of the week. Obviously, there's some really good ones. There's a lot of division games this week. Um, we have the Bengals playing at the Browns in an NFC North, AFC North battle, which would be a good one. But I love the San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow, yeah, this is a good one. Well, first of all, I'll start off by saying that I can guarantee you that one of your home dogs is the Steelers. The Steelers got to be an underdog in this game, right? They sure are. That's another one where they can get you with that point. When we're talking about the hook, it's like in the NFL, you got three points, seven points, right, for touchdowns and field goals. So sometimes two and a half or three and a half or six and a half or seven and a half. A lot of times the books do that to to push action one way or the other. Shoot. Um, I'm going to say, though, that the Niners are – I'm going to say the Niners are four and a half point favorites going into Pittsburgh. I like where your head's at. It's two and a half. So just wow. Even a lot of respect for Heinz Field. A lot of respect for Heinz Field. I think that, you know, if Nick Bosa doesn't play for the 49ers right. and they still are have some uncertainty at quarterback with, with Brock Purdy, who's, you know, they said last year he was throwing 700 balls a, a day. Now he's down to 250 or 300. Um, still some uncertainty there. I thought the Steelers could, could pull this one out. I, yeah, I, I think the field goal is a nice, a nice touch for the Steelers, but I understand why the odds makers and the public are leaning towards the, the San Francisco 49ers, one of the you know top five NF, uh, teams in the NFL this season. You're higher on the Steelers than I am. I, I totally understand. I mean, the Steelers have had such a great tradition. I mean, they, they really have never been very – they've never had really terrible years. I mean, I don't know if Mike Tomlin's ever even had a losing season. So, But uh, but that division's stacked. Why why is it that you're, you're, uh, you're kind of on the Steelers this year? I think that Kenny Pickett's going to take the next step. I think that he has been – more than just a facilitator. I think a lot of people say that, that uh, you know, he's going to be kind of a system guy. He can get the ball on the edge, but he's not going to be a guy that really pushes the ball downfield. And I, I see it a little bit differently, Colt. I, I see they're strong at tight end. I love George Pickens as a second-year upstart receiver on the outside. And then Deontay Johnson is just a quarterback's best friend in the slot, probably one of the best, if not the best, slot receiver in the NFL. Two running backs, um, Najee Harris and Jalen um, Warren. And I think that 
a good offensive line. You look at the defense, strong again. Across the board, everything that I like about defense, they do. And I love if T.J. Watt comes back healthy. Um, I just think that I think that they were in the, a, a tough spot last year with a rookie quarterback and no T.J. Watt most of the For season, sure. and they still finished above 500. So I, I just like them to improve. For those wondering, here's the schedule. We talked about Detroit at Kansas City Thursday night. In your morning games, the Cardinals at Washington, the Panthers at the Falcons, the Bengals at the Browns, the Texans play at Baltimore, the Jags play in Indy against the Colts, 49ers Steelers, which we just touched on, Minnesota Vikings open up at home with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Titans play at the Saints, that's your morning slate, then your afternoon slate includes Packers-Bears, so you're talking about rivalry there, Raiders play at the Broncos, another rivalry, Rams, Seahawks, and there you go. Dolphins play at the Chargers, and then the Eagles play the Patriots. Sunday night football, Cowboys, Giants, baby. That's going to have some eyeballs on it. And then Monday night football is Bills, Jets. That's also going to have eyeballs on it. How many home dogs did you say there was? Five, is that right? Six of them, Colter. Six. Okay, I'm going to guess real quick who I think the home dogs here. I think the Browns are probably a home dog to the Bengals. I think the Colts yes. are probably a home dog to the Colts or uh, to the uh, Jags. Yes. Patriots are probably home dogs to the Eagles. The Giants yes. probably home dogs to the Cowboys. And yes, man, are the are the Bears home dogs to the Packers? No, the Jets are home dogs to the Bills. Okay, and already named the Steelers being home dogs to the 49ers. So I almost got them. Okay, uh, let's go that. Let's go to that Packers Bears game then. I have no idea what that line is. Is I mean, is there a, is there a line? I, I guess maybe the Packers by like one and a half. I, I don't know. I guess Packers one and a half, and it's Bears minus two and a half. Wow, that I think that one is going to move one way. I, I think that the action will dictate that line moving. So keep an eye on that one if you're if you're interested in those two teams. Yeah, we we when we record these early. The, the lines often move a point or two. Usually. Not even two points, but a point is common. So please do check Sportsbet Montana uh, for any updated lines as the week progresses. Colter, I got one for you that I thought was most interesting because it was the line I was off the most on this week. The Philadelphia Eagles at the New England Patriots. In Foxborough, I definitely think the Eagles are really good. I actually think the Patriots are better than most people think they are. Man, I'm going to say, I actually think the Eagles are probably Pretty good favorites in this. I'm going to say Eagles minus five and a half. Yeah, I said seven and a half. I even had the hook. I thought the Eagles wow. were, you know, a dominant team. And the Patriots, I think, were, are going to have a pretty good season. But I just didn't know early what they were going to look like. And it was only four and a half. So I was off by three points, which is the most that I missed by on um, this week. I, you know, most of these things, I got six of the lines right on correct. Um, the rest of them about a point off. This one, I was three points off. I was a little surprised. I thought that the Eagles are going to come out with, you know, their hair on fire after they lose a tough Super Bowl in a game that they could have won even though they didn't play perfect. And I think that the Eagles are going to have to – they're still in, a, in the mode of having to prove something. And that's Jalen Hurts' MO, and I think that that's going to be, continue throughout the season. Okay, let's talk about a couple of these other prime primetime – or I guess big-time games that uh, I'm certainly going to have my eye on. Bengals, Browns, uh, you mentioned, I, I guess, right, that the Browns are a home dog. I'm saying the Bengals are uh, the field goal favorites. Two and a half? Correct. Yep. I had one and a half. I thought it would be close to give Joe Burrow's injury, which we've talked about. I think he'll be just fine. But how explosive is he in the pocket? How much can he move around? How much can he make plays happen? Um, you know, the, the Browns are no slouch. Colter, I think it's really interesting 
when you look at that division, I think the Steelers and the Browns could come out of there. And I think that the Bengals and the Ravens could be on the outside looking in. I also think the Ravens could just case that division and win the whole thing. So strongest division in football, in my opinion. I think that all those teams are good. Uh, the Browns are nothing to sleep on, especially if Deshaun Watson can return to old Deshaun Watson, if you will. I got three fantasy leagues. I got two drafts under my belt. I got Action Jackson in both of them. So I'm totally in with you on the uh, the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to be back in a big way. All right, let's talk Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football before we get into some of the best bets for the week. Uh, Sunday Night Football, the Cowboys at the Giants. Uh, we mentioned the Giants are a home dog there. Um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's the same as that Bengals-Browns. I think uh, I think the uh, the Cowboys are, are uh, I'm going to say, two-and-a-half to three-and-a-half-point favorites. I wouldn't be surprised if they got the hook, but I think three, the, the field goal is probably about right. I agree. I guess one-and-a-half, same as that uh, Bengals-Browns line, and it is three-and-a-half, so the hook is on. Cowboys, arguably the best defense in the league. Uh, people are all over everything about the Cowboys. Not surprising, but a ton of talent. Um, but you've heard me talk, Colter. I really think the Giants are a good team. I think that they're going to be give teams fits, mostly because they're going to play ball control offense, and they're going to make it hard for you. Um, they're not going to let a lot of momentum be built. So I think that that'll be a close one, but I understand why the Cowboys have the three-and-a-half hook. Brooks Duana is here on All Football All the Time. It's presented by Sportsbet Montana. All right, Monday Night Football, this one's going to have so many eyeballs on it, both because Josh Allen's one of the biggest stars in the league. The Buffalo Bills have been a bona fide Super Bowl contender the last couple years, but the upstart New York Jets made as much noise as any team in recent history in the offseason, and then they were on hard knocks. I'm definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. I think Sas Gardner is elite. I think he's a top-10 player in the league. I think they got one of the best defensive lines in the league. I know a lot of people are are... Uh, 50-50 on if Aaron Rodgers has still got it, but I think he does. I think Garrett Wilson as the uh, returning you know, Offensive Rookie of the Year is pretty impressive. The question to me is, can the Jets block anybody? We'll see. But uh, they are dogs. New York is dogs in, at home against the Bills. Now, I think the Bills are pretty good, and uh, I actually think they should be probably, oh, I don't know, five-and-a-half to six-and-a-half point favorites in this game. But I think that it's probably lower than that just because it's at home for the Jets. It's Monday Night Football, and there's going to be so much action on the Jets. So I'm going to say Bills minus three and a half. Yeah, just the standard two and a half. So they're giving you the field goal, no hook. Yep. Uh, 45.5 point over under. I think it's just a pretty standard, even uh, safe line as the money pours in. That could shift a point or two. So if you like it at two and a half for the Bills, I would take it down. It could get to three and a half uh, depending on uh, what the action is. I've listened to so many NFL podcasts the last couple weeks, and there's a couple NFL experts that that talk about the parity in the league catering so much to having basically half the playoff field turnover every year. There's there's now 14 teams that make the playoffs, seven in each conference, and, and they say, okay, general rule is that seven of those teams are going to return to the playoffs and seven of those teams are going to be new. So, Brooks, you always do a good job of giving us your, your teams that are trending up, your teams that are trending down. We don't have any games yet, so we don't really have any in-season trends yet. But who do you think is, is trending up in terms of sustainability, teams that are going to be good yet again this year? Well, Colter, I think that when you talk about that half the teams exchange in the, uh, in the playoffs every year, that is true. There is never more than seven teams since they have expanded to 14 that have made it again back-to-back years, except the Chiefs. Um, Every other team, it's, you know, you're here, you're there, but you're trading out half of the field. Um, I think Chiefs, Bills, and Eagles have been the teams that are the most consistent. I think that those are the teams that are going to continue. I have them in my elite elite category. Um, you jump back down to the Niners and the Cowboys 
um, the Bengals, Ravens, that whole NFC North division there, AFC North division, excuse me, um, kind of in that good to great category. So I think that those top teams that have been elite, I think will continue to stay elite. Um, I think that I'm more interested in the teams that are going to take a step, the teams that have added a piece or are primed with a star player to take a step. And I think that is a small group that includes the Chargers. And I think that we all have been waiting and hoping and, 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 and watching uh, eagerly to see if Justin Herbert will take that next step. And I think that he's primed to do so. Um, I also think that the Dolphins fall into that category of a team that has a good established culture, they have an identity, and they've added some pieces that I think they, they could take the next step. So I like both of those teams um, to take the next step. I think the hot pick this offseason culture is the Detroit Lions. I think that as they continue to improve, they went 8-1 and one the last nine games of the season. Uh, they struggled down the stretch, just or they struggled the last game just to seal a playoff uh, berth. But I think that the Lions will, will take another step forward um, if they continue to establish their identity as a team that's very physical up front, that can run the football, um, and, they, and then we'll see how they play defense, but they've been able to outscore opponents. So I think those three teams are all interesting when we talk about teams that are established that might take the next step. All football all the time, presented by Sportsbet Montana. All right, what are the games that you're leaning on hard this week then? What are some of the, your favorite lines or your, your favorite uh, bets this week? Well, Colter, I think that there's some inflated lines. I also think that there's some you know, some lines that are a little bit cheeky with that two and a half to sit right at a field goal, especially with division rivals kind of across the board. I do like some of the favorites as far as some of the teams I just mentioned that are up top there. Uh, the Chiefs with that field goal, I'm going to probably stay away from that unless I want to put that in a teaser because it's kind of built to be teased down. Um, but the Chiefs, we'll see how that plays out. I might stay away from that one just to start and see where the Lions are at. But I do love the Eagles at the Patriots. I think that they will cover that four and a half points. Um, I think the Eagles are, again, had a little bit something to prove. I like everything about them. I love the Washington Commanders hosting the Arizona Cardinals, six and a half points. I think that the, the commanders can easily win that by a touchdown, will and should win that by a touchdown. Um, I also think that we'll see how the Vikings can come out because a lot of people are down on the Vikings. But hosting Tampa Bay, again, a touchdown favorite. I think that the, the Vikings could easily take care of business at, there. And then I'm going to lean on those two primetime game, Coulter, uh, the Dallas at Giants. I love Cowboys at Giants. I think the Cowboys are going to win that game, going to come out, play really, really well. I don't love the hook. I might buy it down a point to get it to that field goal. Um, but either way, I love the Cowboys there. And then, again, I love the Buffalo Bills. So leaning on the teams, I think, that are the top, kind of the cream of the crop. Um, can you lose a game early in the season and recover in the NFL? Absolutely. But I do like kind of those top five teams to play well, um, leaving the 49ers out because, you know, the playing at Heinz Field, playing at Pittsburgh, challenging first week. I'm going to lean on those other four teams, Cowboys, Bills. We'll see how about the Chiefs. Um, and then uh, some of those other ones I mentioned with the commanders, especially, you know, me, you know, I like my two or three part money line parlays, just pick two or three winners and put them together and try to get, you know, two to one odds. So here's my money line parlay for you this week. I almost made it a four parter and threw the Vikings in there. Cause I do think that, uh, they should have no trouble with Tampa Bay. I think that there's only a few truly bad teams in the league, and I think the Bucks are one of them. But I left the Vikings out of it. But I, I, here's my three-part money parlay, money line parlay. Got the Washington Commanders at home over the Cardinals because I think the Cardinals are the worst team in the league. I got the Baltimore Ravens at home against the Texans because I think the Texans are the second worst team in the league. And then I agree with you. I think Philly has a good chance to go into New England and uh, and push the Patriots around. So my three-part money line parlay. Commanders to win, Ravens to win, Eagles to win. You can get that at plus 129. So 
uh, decent two to one odds, and uh, that's just one of the ways I like to do it. Just uh, pick two to four games that you think that you know the winners for sure, and uh, get some action there. I know Brooks. Sometimes you like to do that too, but then also if you know that if you think there's going to be a win there, then you also like to maybe tease the line a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely buy some points down. The, there's alternate lines usually with them in about a touchdown, so you can take a six-and-a-half-point line down to, you know, even. Um, you can take a three-and-a-half-point line all the way down to, to plus three-and-a-half. So, you know, should be winning by a field goal or more, can be losing by a field goal or more and still cover. Obviously, you know, pros, pros are taking the, the lines. They're, they're believing in that line. The team that, that they believe should win will win and cover that line in that case. But if you like to bet, make a bunch of bets, which, hey, Colter, time to time I've been known to want to make a bunch of bets. You know, making one or two <laughs> bets is fun, but I, I don't mind making seven or eight of them, too. So I might throw in a couple teasers just to make it fun. Um, you know, some of those teaser options are teams that are highly favored that you can buy down a little bit. I love the Seahawks this week again, uh, hosting the Rams in a divisional rival game. I think that they'll stomp the Rams, and they're five and a half. You could buy that down to two and a half, plus two and a half if you wanted, something like that. So there are some lines on here you could tease down if you, if you so wanted. Colby, you also know me. I love the over-unders. Uh, there's some low ones this week. Um, you know, there's some shootout, some shootouts with the uh, Niners-Steelers at 41.5, Titans-Saints at 41.5, uh, you know, Cardinals 37.5. Those are pretty low point totals. You can also buy those down. Do you think that the, the Cardinals-Commanders is going to go over 31.5 points, Colter? I do. If you wanted to, you could also do something like that. Last thing for you then, uh, I'm going to stay away from the most of the totals this week just to kind of see the, the flow. What do you think of that? Or, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it is it a fool's errand to bet totals over-unders early on in the season? Of course it is. I mean, and that's what we're here for. I mean, we are here to make fun. <laughs> we are here to have fun. Um, all I know is this, Coulter, that when the, an NFL game kicks off, there will be points scored. Um, those over-under lines are a little bit looser, in my opinion, than the uh, actual game line. So when you talk about the spread, I think that those are tight. There's a reason that they're six and a half. There's a reason that they're plus two and a half. They are very, very close to being dead on very regularly. Uh, the over-under, I can see a little bit more uh, fluctuation in those. So I think that they're, if you get hot, maybe you call a little bit of luck. I think that there's some under no matter what the week is. All football all the time, presented by Sportsbet Montana. Brooks Nuanez will join us each week to break down all NFL games through the lens of both narrative storylines and betting analysis. Thanks for being here, man. Can't wait for Sunday. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to. I won some money last year, but hang in there, folks. Not every week do you win money. If you do, good for you. But at the end of the year, if you're up and you have money in your pocket, you did a good thing. Tune in, listen here. Uh, We both won money last year, so we'll try to help you do the same. I mean, no one likes to hear about us telling the actual money amounts, but here's the advice we'll give you, because I do want to touch on this. You got to define what your your bankroll is. You have to define, okay, here, here's what my I'm starting out the season with in terms of money I'm willing to invest in this. And make no mistake, we consider this an investment. And then what is my units worth? And then how do I make at the beginning of the year turn into more units at the end of the year? And uh, yeah, we were breaking down yours the other day. What'd you say? How many units did you end up winning last year? I won 170 units last year. Certainly, uh, if you're diligent about it and uh, you're precise about it and you don't bet with emotion, that's my number one piece of advice. Don't bet with an emotion. If you're a Packers fan or a Bears fan or a Lions fan or whatever, don't bet on your team just because you want your team to win. Bet the games that you almost are sure of one way or the other, regardless of what your rooting interest as a fan is. That's my best piece of advice I could give to people. 
And I also say, Colter, if you listen to betting podcasts, especially the pros out there, a lot of people's unit is $100. Some people's is $250. And they, they talk about you can't make money unless you bet money. That's true. But also, I like to have fun. And I like to bet 20 bucks at a time. So I right. make a lot of, you know, two, two, three unit bets that are $60 bets. But I call my unit 20 bucks. And uh, that's no problem for me. So whatever you're comfortable with, you don't have to be out there spending too much money uh, to have a little bit of fun. That's exactly right. Like uh, my my unit's a ten dollar unit. So when I make my three way money do- money line parlay, I'm betting ten bucks to win twenty bucks. That seems pretty fun to me, and also seems like pretty low risk proposition. So uh, that's the way I would uh, advise people to do it. Thanks for being here, man. This was good. Yep. Thank you. Big thanks to those guys getting you set up for this year's NFL season, which is kicking off tonight. Lions against the Chiefs. You're listening to Nuanas Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app. We'll take one more break. Got to pay some bills. Then we'll be back to take you home here on your Thursday. You're listening to Nuanas Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home and uh, I saw some kids running around with I love shirt it. on and it was really surreal it was a cool moment cool experience for sure yeah, that's so cool you guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you but when people are looking up to you like they do I mean they think I mean you're the man right now at <laughs> the University of Montana what's yeah. that like being a Montana kid um it's different for sure um you know growing up you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that but um you know it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids lives um you know, I just want to make sure 
Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store, located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.